This Shabbos, we read once again a double portion, the Parshias of Matis and Masay, which are the last two Parshias in Chumash Bamidbar, and therefore the Shabbos is called Shabbos Chazak, as we call out at the end of every Chumash, Chazak, Chazak, Vinis Chazak, a Shabbos of strengthening ourselves as we finish yet another Chumash in the Torah. In the last Parsha of Masay, we have something that's unique that happens only once in the entire Torah, and that is that it tells us the date of the passing of a tzaddik. Although the Torah talks about many tzaddikim, and it mentions many of their passing, but the only tzaddik that it says the date of his passing is in this week's parsha about Aaron HaKoyin, and it says he passes away in the first of the fifth month, which is the first of the month of Av, Rosh Chodesh Av. Amazingly, this parsha is always read in very close proximity to that day, as it is this year, this year Shabbos is Shabbos Mevorchim of, because Rosh Chodesh is in this coming week. So it's always the Shabbos that's in proximity to Rosh Chodesh of, that talks about the passing of Aaron HaKoyin on Rosh Chodesh of, and again the Torah makes it, makes a point to tell us that it was on Rosh Chodesh on the first day of the month of Av, which is an amazing um, display of the relationship of the Parsha of the week with the, with the time that we read it. But the, the connection is deeper than that as well. The Gemara tells us, the Medrash tells us, that the passing of a tzaddik is really equal to the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash. And of course, these days, the three weeks that we're in, and especially starting Rosh Chedeshav, are the days that we mourn the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash, the first Beis HaMikdash and the second Beis HaMikdash. So again, this is even a deeper relationship between the fact that the Torah tells us of the passing of the tzaddik on the first day of Av. But let's take it a step deeper than that as well. When we talk about the day of a passing of a tzaddik, there's really a double connotation. On the one hand, of course, it's a sad day. It's a day of mourning, mourning the loss of a great tzaddik. But there's another side to the coin, which is it's a day of thinking about the tzaddik, learning from the tzaddik, reflecting and contemplating the ways and the teachings of this tzaddik so that we can learn from them, be inspired by them, and follow in his ways. And by doing that, what we're really doing is we're, we're really continuing or perpetuating the life of the tzaddik by us learning from his ways and following in his ways. As the Gemara says, Ma zare b'chaim, afu b'chaim, that when his children are alive, he is alive too. When his descendants, when his followers, when his disciples, when the people go in his ways, then the tzaddik lives on through them in this world. And that message is very connected and very important as well when we talk about these days, when we mourn the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash, these three weeks and the nine days, which uh, culminate in Tisha B'Av, that on the one hand, our days of mourning, we mourn that terrible destruction of the first and second Beis HaMikdash. But on the other side of the coin, there are days of reflection, days of inspiring our, ourselves to want to ask Hashem for the rebuilding of the third Beis HaMikdash for the coming of Mashiach, and days when we focus on learning about and understanding how and the why and the details of the building of the Beis HaMikdash. And through that, this is our way of fulfilling the building of the Beis HaMikdash nowadays as well. There's a very beautiful medrash about the Novi Yecheskel. Hashem comes to the Novi Yecheskel and tells him that I want you to prophesy about the details of the building of the Beis HaMikdash. The Novi Yecheskel is living in the middle of exile, and it's going to be a long time, many years before the Jewish people can come back to Eretz Yisrael. And he turns to Hashem and he says, why should I prophesize now about the building of the Beis HaMikdash? After all, 
the Jews can't build the base of Mikdash now. They're not in Eretz Yisrael. They're in exile. And Hashem responds interestingly and cryptically. And He says, just because they're not in Eretz Yisrael, so the building of the base of Mikdash shouldn't go on, you must prophesize about the building, let them learn about it. And as they learn about the building, I'll consider it as if they're actually building the Beis HaMikdash. What's the message Hashem is telling Yecheskel? And the message for us in all time. When we can't actively be involved in building the Beis HaMikdash, because Mashiach is not here yet, we have a way of doing it. And the way of doing it for us today, in exile, before the coming of Mashiach, is by learning about the halachas and the details about building the Beis HaMikdash. Why? How does that work? How, when we're learning about something, are we fulfilling the mitzvah? And the answer the Rebbe tells us is that every mitzvah has n- numerous components to it. Any mitzvah that's given has thinking about it, learning about it, understanding it, and actually doing it. Now, when we're able, we have to do all the components. Of course, when we're able to fulfill a mitzvah in actuality, so it's not enough to think about it and to learn about it, but we actually have to do it. But now, if we can't do all the parts of it, then our way of performing, our way of fulfilling that mitzvah is the learning part, the thinking part, the understanding part. Whatever we can do about the mitzvah now, that's our way of performing this mitzvah. And that's what Hashem was telling Yechezkel. He was saying, even though now we can't actually be involved in building it, by learning about it, by discussing it, by thinking about it, that's our way of fulfilling that mitzvah today until Mashiach actually comes. And therefore, this becomes the connection of these days when we focus on the one hand, of, on the morning for the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash, but on the other hand, also on learning about the Beis HaMikdash, and in that way, making it a reality in our lives and fulfilling this mitzvah in the best way we can today, just like when it comes to the passing of a tzaddik, that again, we had those two ideas of mourning is passing and reflecting on the tzaddik and his ways, and in that way, making it making him alive even after he passes away through us. And therefore, as we stand in these special days, Shabbos Mavarcha on the month of Av, and in these days that we are mourning for the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash, we have, to sh- we have to see to it that it's not just a question of mourning as something of the past, but rather to focus on learning more about it and thinking about it and awakening ourselves in the hope and yearning and waiting for the time that very soon we'll actually be able to fulfill the mitzvah in its entirety and build a third base of Mikdash with the coming of Mashiach Sikkenu, may it be speedily yet today. Have a wonderful Shabbos.